There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now, on to South versus Manly. South to beat Manly. 13-12. Let's get straight to it because I know people are just sitting there seething. Manly fans are. That forward pass call was outrageous. Outrageous. Um, I know people sent pictures and said, like, look where he threw it. Look where it ended. I don't know how many times we have to say it. It's not where the ball ends up. It's how it comes out of the hands. It came out of the hands backwards. You can throw a ball backwards, and because you're moving forward, momentum can carry it forwards. Everyone knows I'm a doctor in phys- physics, and that is the <laughs> truth. That is actually the truth. No, G-ups aside, that's the way it works. Is like You can be running forward, you throw the ball backwards, it can move forward due to your momentum. So shocking call, like shocking call. Did it cost Manly the game, though? No, it didn't. Not in my opinion. Um I think Manly cost Manly the game, if I'm being honest. It was still a great performance from Manly. Manly still, for me, are one of the shining lights of the NRL this season. Uh, but I think they had the opportunity to win that game and they, they didn't take it when it was there. Um, and, yeah, just a good, high-quality game. I thought it was a great game. I thought it was a great game. Completely agree with all your takes on the past there. I think if you if, if you think referee decisions decide games, so you haven't done enough to win them. So I completely back that. I uh, thought they were unlucky in that moment, no doubt about sure. it. They had sure. their opportunities to win that game. Uh, it is what it is. Now, I'll tell you what I loved watching this game. And the the two edge back rowers, Colum and Tungy and Ola Kuwata, mm. I was just sitting there going, Fuck, are these the two that are fighting out for an origin debut here? Mm. Like Jersey 17? Well, it wouldn't surprise me if it's either of those two. And... Jeez, they both put in a shift, didn't they? Oh, fuck. I, what I love and, like, I'm loving about Manly's attitude is they're like, they take things real personal. Mm. Like, they really are going to teams, going, picking out a person and saying, like, oh, I've got an issue with you or something. You know, like, they want to get over their opposition. I mean, Olakawatu did it with Kikau. He did it next week. He's done it again. Um, another huge, like, this honestly makes me super impressed for Manly. 17 missed tackles. For a whole game. What a knock. That is like that is such good signs going forward for the club. What do you think of the, the, the Manly Seagulls, Timmy? Or the yeah, game? yeah, I think I mean first thing with the the four pass that 
definitely was not a forward pass. I think people were also thinking that Tommy Turbo was waltzing for, for, through for a try, game changer. Mm. There's vision there. Latrell Mitchell's on top of him. He's ready to make the tackle. So it's not necessarily a straight-up try, regardless of being a shocker of a decision. Uh, secondly, the Bunnies knocking out one of the most lit jerseys of all time. Oh, what that a jersey. not perfection? And just the way they won it as well for the great Sattler, mm. you know. It was very, very cool. It's like just, you know, 13, the number 13, a battler, tough, tough game. They won every single grade, I'm pretty sure as well. Did oh, they? Mate. Yep. You know, how good is that for the greats, for one of the greats in the game? And just like to put on a performance like that, back against the wall. And, you know, Rabideau's style is they can blow teams off the park, but mm. there was something like... I guess magical in the air about you know Sattler being one of the toughest men to ever play the game. The Rabbitohs come out and have a tough, tough win. So good. And just shout out to the Rabbitohs as an organisation. Like on a pretty short turnaround, I think John passed away on Tuesday. I think mm. it was maybe Monday. But to have those jerseys, even the numbers on the back, that the numbers look like they were from 1970. Like they were they sick were jerseys. I love those. They jerseys. were so good. They were so good. So shout out to South Sydney for getting all that sorted. Obviously, the Sattler family on the field before the game as well. Just handled very all class. Yeah, yeah. it was all handled as you know, as a fan of the game as well as it could yep. be handled. Um, you could see your son was you know emotional and seeing Scott Sattley get emotional. If that doesn't break him up, oh, yeah, nothing mate. will, mate. Uh, so it's just the gritty nature of the win, just so good, so good. Um, but we'll we'll stick to Manly, then we'll get to the Rabbitohs. Timmy, what do you think of Manly? I was just thinking, I was um, chatting to Sammy Williams during the week about Josh Schuster and talking about. Uh, how special he is in of how direct he plays. And for so early on in his career as a 5'8", he sort of pointed out to me that I found really interesting, and you may know this, you may not, passes off the left foot, which is a very rare thing for a half. When he's passing left, he passes off the left foot? Yeah, yeah. so like most, ha- most right. halves would pl- pass off the right, so it opens up, they yeah. throw out the back which is where they sort of micro overs a little bit, won't play as direct, won't screw up the defence. Because he plays off the left, that is why he's going dead straight every time. Because it forces him to just square it's up. It's awesome, mm. but so hard to do. It's mm. not like you think you can just teach him up, mate, we need you to start passing off the left foot, play more direct. Because it means your hip is fully that yeah, way. it's so hard to do. Whereas when you do it off your right foot, it, as you said, yeah. it opens your body up. Because then you also have to be able to do it and because you're half like not looking at the player. That's why he's throwing the no looks. Because he's passed off the left foot and his body's yeah. squared up in front of him. Mm. Uh, I found that super intriguing and I can't unsee it now. It's mad. And because he passes off his left foot, if you're the guy defending outside him, he ticks all the boxes of going to that back rower. <clears throat> so you have to hold there. Mm. And then all of a sudden, like, like no one else can do it. It's no. unbelievable. Yeah. It's beautiful to watch. And it's such a good insight that only an NRL half, you know, and your brother would pick, would pick that up because mm. he knows the, the, the intricate details of how to make your body do certain things. To, it's, yeah, we often – it's like when you watch a fight. You, you're like, oh, that looks easy, like two people fighting. No, it looks easy because they're so good at it. Yeah. You get in there, you look like an absolute moron. And it's the same with, like, the Josh Schuster thing. He makes it look easy because he's so good at it. So, oh, so good at it. Um, I, I would even question – like, I, I reckon that is just something he does naturally. Oh, mate, I just – I want to know, like, how did he get to the point of development – He's a big boy. He seems like he was naturally always big. So what, I guess, made it in his mind to go... Because, like, the easy option with a guy like Schuster coming through is to force him to be a hard-running edge-back rower or even front rower. He's a big, big boy. But what I I would love to know his development of where... 
what coach or his parents or whoever it was, someone in a position of authority, allowed him to be who he is? Because mm. how often, you, I mean, you've been a teacher, how often do teachers project what they think and force it onto the kid just because that's what they know? Yeah, and he's a classic example that when he does this no look and it goes to the ground, the coach's automatic reaction is, fuck, what are you doing? That's not, that's not what everyone else does. And when it goes wrong once, we look stupid. Whereas mm. you can tell the people have backed him in, that the people have backed in his ability. Even when you watch like his old tapes when he's playing junior apps, like he used to get the ball one off the rack and he'd do a big step off his right foot and look that way and he'd just float the ball in the air. Yeah, Ben Trevojevic. Ben Trevojevic isn't on screen when he does it. And it, like he doesn't just chuck it inside. He floats in the air because he knows I've beaten this man. Ben probably can't keep up with me at the moment, but he'll be there eventually. So he just lets the ball just float in the air. It's... He's an absolute freak, the stuff that he can do. Yeah, so impressive. So impressive. Um, yeah, this manly side, I'm liking it. I'm really like it. I mean, Josh Alloye came out and said, I take full responsibility and I take all criticism that comes my way, um, which I love to see. But I'm also like, bro, you don't deserve like the shit that you're probably getting sent. You definitely don't deserve that. We all make errors. But what I love is it's that extreme accountability. Like, I'm not saying that every player should come out and do that. But it's not a bad sign. It's not a bad sign when the guy that made the error in the crucial moment is willing to step straight ahead and say, you know what, I fucking deserve whatever is coming my way. Again, I don't think he does deserve everything that comes his way, but I'd way rather my player saying, you know what, that's 100% my fault than making excuses and going, oh, yeah, but I was tired, the ball was slippery, and look at everything I did in the game at the start, like for the 70 minutes before. There's, there's something... You gotta respect it. Yeah, fucking oath. You gotta respect it. He, if he didn't, I wouldn't say anything. No I wouldn't say anything. Anyone that knows rugby league and isn't an absolute moron would be like, "To drop ball, like these things happen." You know, the guys work their asses off. Like, yeah, it's ideal that it didn't happen, but no one's sitting there going, "Oh, you're the reason." Anyone reasonable wouldn't go, "He's the reason we lost." The reason they lost was the seventy minutes before it, not the one error at the end. Mm. Um, you know, it didn't contribute. But anyway, so. I really, really like what's happening at Manly. I think that we, um, I mean, Kaya Wiggs came on and he had like, even, he, he didn't do a lot of work, but there was just like one moment where he was stepping and weaving and you're going, shit, he's there 14. He just has touches that you just sit back and go, fuck, when he finds his position and gets a real opportunity, he's going to carve. He's going to carve. Then you've got Blimore comes on, 29 minutes, 118 metres, 52 post contact in 29 minutes. They have got something special building there. I, I love when DC had his shot at field goal, just watching the big players step up. Tommy Turbo takes the cuff, tough carry yeah. the play before to get them the opportunity to, to take the shot. Damien Cook is the one flying off the line to get the charge down and put the pressure on. Just all these guns stepping yeah, up. Yeah, and like, I love the fact that Tommy's like, not that I don't trust anyone else, but he's almost like, this is my job yeah. to make sure that it gets taken care of. You know, how many other... Glamour fullback superstars. There's only the really the top tier go. This is my job to do this. Uh, I will say, and look, I'm I'm going to be super nitpicky here. There's one thing in the press conference that I was like, ah, I don't like hearing that. <laughs> um, Seabold said, you know, we're just at the beginning of our journey, and I'm like, ah, oh, Seabold, I love you. I've been loving your progression so much, but I was like, bro, I don't like hearing that because it's like, although it may be technically true, it's like this team has been together for a while, and also like it. It's, it's a way out to a degree, and I don't like that. And I know that's the context of what he was saying. It wasn't that. He was actually saying, oh, I'm actually really impressed at how far we've come in this new beginning. Mm. That's being super nitpicky. Also, a small thing, but, you know, in the op 
the off uh, the week off, him, you know, falling asleep in the Maccas or whatever. It's like, <laughs> look, it's funny, but these are the little things you're like, oh, oh no. seems my man, you're doing so good. Just, just keep it in here, bros. You're doing so <laughs> good. I don't know, Guru, do you have a thoughts on that? Oh, I, I thought it was a little bit over the top, personally. The, oh, the, I get where you're coming from, but fuck, the way, the way that the article was written when I opened it, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's as... I'm not coming from it from a... I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm not I know what you're saying. I'm mate. just saying it's just a little, little thing. Things, like, what, yeah. what was your comments before? It was like, I haven't seen anything in the media from yeah. Siebes. And then I just go, oh, Siebes, you're giving them what they want. <laughs> yeah. They want this. In saying that, if I go back two years ago to Brisbane, I'd... Fuck, I'd be giving my left nut for him to fall asleep in a And this is coming from a place of like, oh, I want to see the redemption arc of Seabold. Yeah. And it's not, this isn't hindsight hero. I've said it before the season started, guys. I think we're on a redemption arc with Seabs. And I'm on it. I'm on board the redemption train with Anthony Seabold. I really am. I want to see <laughs> at the end of the year, everyone that never gave him another hope because everything happened in prison is going, eating their words. And right now, this manly side... Looks like a side that could play finals footy. Two little clash that I really enjoyed. We obviously mentioned Campbell Graham last week about how I, I, I thought he got it over. Um, Suley, I thought Brad Parker really took it to him. Fucking oath he did. That was a great battle. Yeah. Because like I, I love the bit where so Campbell Graham hit someone, held him up, dragged him out, and they got the ball back. And then Brad pa- Parker, boom, hit someone, nah. takes him out, and you just yeah. going, fuck, that's good, good center on center play. I feel like for a few years we missed that kind of rivalry. For sure. Like people just weren't going up against their opposition. It was more about the team. And I think it has a lot to do with, um, which is ironic because Will Chambers was such a fucking go at people. But I think for many years people tried to emulate the storm of this kind of like cold, calculated way to victory. Like get through your sets, squeeze them out of games. And it, it you know, it robbed, not robbed, but a lot of teams – they're not the, you're not the storm. Yeah. So be, you can have the fire, be the passion or whatever. And I think we're starting to see some battles. Like, it's great. The big red versus great serial killer. <laughs> Hank, Hank from Simpsons versus... Hank Scorpio. Dexia versus Dexter from fucking Dexter. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I know they lost, but I'm super excited for Manly. And I'm, I'm excited for Seabold. I really am. I yeah. think that this could be the redemption year for him. I really do. Um, what a great story. And also... If they keep going the way they're going, you know, Manly has always struggled with the the admin side of things. Like, there's always been dramas and not as bad as other clubs. But you have to give credit. Like, this was a big, big call to move yeah. Des on. Club legend. You know, outside of last year, he'd been successful since he'd came back. It's a big call. And right now, it's paying off. So, you've got to give credit to Manly's admin for making the huge call and it's play, paying off, like, at, at the moment. Now, it's a long season, for sure, but you've got to give credit to Manly Admin. Now, onto the Rabbitohs. We've spoken about it a bit, but we'll get into specifics. Um, you know, Cody Walker, that try was just... I feel like, you know, maybe it's not true, but in the magic of the moment, it's like only Cody Walker would know that ball's not going dead. <laughs> I know that any, a lot of other players would have chased it and they may have been able to get there, but in the moment, it's like, that's such a Cody Walker thing to do. Like, that ball was going dead... For all money, like DCE, one of the most experienced players in the NRL, thought it was going dead. Not Cody Walker. That's not going dead, bro. Gets it there. Gets oh, it done. Oh, I mentioned before the one where um, Nick Meany, when he let Apicurishel score in a kind of similar situation, mm. I thought, oh, better fullback probably would have done better. I, I don't even think DCE made a mistake, to be honest with you. No. It was dead yeah. for all money. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't hold that against him 
at all. It's just credit to Cody to not only get there, but to get around DCE's body to get the ball down. I, I sort of felt like, and I don't know, Matt, Matty might, might, might be the person to ask, but I've sort of I've been a little bit disappointed with Cody's start to the season until the other night. Finally, he felt like Cody Walker again. Mm. And I feel like we haven't seen that in a while. I, I thought, no, I know you're, you're going to talk about one of his tries mm. in a minute, but there was one play he got it down the left edge, he came off his left foot, left foot. And it looked like Cody Walker from two or three years ago. He, they, Manly eventually uh, um, got him to ground. But I don't know. It sort of just looks like he, he's back to what he was in mm. this game. Excuse me? Yeah, that, I just want to break down the, the right edge try. Cody's second try was, I thought it was mesmerising. Like, we often talk about teams in attack being clunky and being on a different page to each other. There's no cohesion. This was the opposite. This was just a side in absolute unison. Go back and do yourself a favour and watch Cody Walker's second try. And in a lot of regards, it's simplistic in a lot of ways that uh, they play out the back and they, there's three lead runners running the blocks. But on top of that, Cam Murray's the start of it and he's <coughs> got, it might have been Cheek Cam on his inside. He hits Lockie Ilias. Ilias brings, I think it was Koloa Matangi underneath him. Play out the back to Cody. There are just bodies going everywhere and the timing of every single one of those men was perfect. To be honest, Cody ends up scoring the try and going through. Brad Parker falls off him. Pretty sure it's Brad Parker. I thought Manly, to even get as close as they did to that, was outstanding. Beautiful, beautiful try. Few of the best things about it. Again, I harp on about it. Cody Walker, 5'8", sweeping, playing the opposite side. Linking up with his halfback in Lockie Elias was Awesome. No Latrell Mitchell involved in it either. It was oh, it, like on the weaker edge for the Bunnies as well. They're right compared to their left. Maddie is a Bunnies fan. To see the, the, the evolution of that right edge this season must get you so excited. Yeah, it all started in round one when <clears throat> Lockie Elias put over Cole Matangi. He put over Graham twice. Cole Matangi actually bombed the tries. Well. So there, would have been, there was a lot of points down mm. that side. And, and as we know, we've been going down the left. Um, just to see playing both sides of the field this year. It's, oh, it's been what about, fantastic. What about Keon? He pumps out game after game of just like 189 metres, 73 post contact, two tackle breaks, 40 tackles, one miss. He is a victim of his own consistency now. Like we've been ranting and raving about Olakawatu and rightly so. But I mean, you can make an argument. Now, does he have the big moments at this stage like of the season that Olakawatu's had? Maybe not, but statistically, He's been probably arguably more consistent. Yeah, and when it comes to like an origin debut, <coughs> got to remember he was in the squad yeah. a year or two ago. So Freddie's had his eye on him. Imagine a bench a with Keon and Olakowatu coming on. What, what did we say last week about Ola? Hey, to try off a kick. Oh, mate. And then that hand of God just, oh. the, the mitt pops out. Far out. What a catch. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think people appreciate how big these boys are. These boys are fucking giants and they're leaping up like athletes like that. Oh. It's unbelievable. Well, haven't you heard it a million times with him that I forget which player it was, but he was his mate that was playing basketball yeah. and he brought him over a game for him. Couldn't you see the basketball in that moment? Oh, right. mate, 100%. 100%. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to me, boy Michael Cheekham. Like, look, is he setting the world alight? No, but he's got brushed by the Tigers into a Rabbitoh side that is a premiership threat right now. And Demetrio loves him. Like, he's played in the, he started in the front row. I'm not sure if he stayed there the whole game, but started in the front row. He's moved around. He's off the bench. Like, I love seeing blokes like Michael Cheekham get this second, you know, kind of second wind in their career where they finally get appreciated for their utility, for their good attitude, for their, he's a fucking legend of a bloke. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm, I'm loving the cheek cam resurgence. I don't know if you watched him or remember him when he played Toyota Cup, but he was a prodigy, wasn't gun. he? And he was a oh. gun at the Tigers too, and they never yeah. played him. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Is when he was at Canberra and he was playing Toyota Cup, he was just on a – like he was best player in the comp sort of stuff, wasn't mm. he? He yeah. was Star. off the charts. He came in the Tigers and he played some good first grade. And uh, for the life of me, I just – he would score tries, he would have match winners in that, and then they just – just wouldn't pick him. Like he said, can be just the versatility of the bloke. Mm. He, his value as a bench forward, because he can slot in at centre if he needs. He said he can play middle, edge. He, his, his physique can go anywhere on the park. It's, yeah, 100%. Like, if you had to, you could probably play nine. Like, you, you really could. You need him to, old cheeky. Old cheeks. Between the cheeks. Um, Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah. Ah, uh, we'll talk about Lockie Elias. Mate, I loved hearing the post-match press conference where he was, oh, post-match interview, where he was like, no, I wanted the ball. I wanted the ball. And I loved, like, you want to see a good environment. Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, for them to go, you know what? No, we trust you 100%. We trust you 100%. We'll take a step back. You score the field goal because we 100% believe in you. Great signs. Great signs. And stepping in over Latrell and saying... No, nah, mate, I want this. I want this. Latrell Mitchell, how yeah. many big moments has he had? Field goals especially. Uh, and, 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 like, credit to Latrell as well for going, yeah. you know what, taking a step back. Yep, you take it, mate. And boom, he big nails time. it. Um, Tell you what, I was – and <laughs> when I've been coaching the last few years, I had this running argument with my halfback and 5'8 about how it's so important – when you're going to kick a ball to get you play the ball in the right spot. So if you're a left-foot kicker, you want to get the ball from your right-hand side. Watching South Sydney moving into position for Latrell's field goal, the first one, and they were right in front of the left upright and Damien Cook scooted down the left. I just straight <coughs> went, fuck, how's Latrell going to get this mark? Is it going to be right mm. in his face? And then when I saw them do it again, throw the ball out, and I thought, he's on the wrong side again. And then it <laughs> went to Ilias. I went, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Right foot, Kitty. You got an extra second and a half to put it away, and he absolutely nailed it. It, probably, it would have been a... Uh they would call like a drop goal set or something. They wouldn't call a drop goal set, but it would be a, an entire set building up that deception yep. to Latrell and then boom, hitting Lockie Elias. So good. Uh, so look, obviously Manly lost, but both teams won in my opinion. Both teams are looking good. Both teams I think will be there in finals footy. Very exciting times. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.